0: All right, so today we are heading back into the Amazon, into the deep heart of the Amazon, with my buddy Paula Dante. Paula, oi,
1: oi, how are you?
0: Good, good. Thanks for thanks for doing doing this. Um, Paula is she is a co-founder of Nat naturalia retreat and we're going to post all that information here naturalia retreat center they're located in iquitos peru and that's in the amazon i was in in iquitos several years ago and the only way to reach iquitos is by boat or plane because it's it's surrounded by water so you can't drive it's a really unique place and I'm going to let you talk, uh, Paula, about the, the history and backstory of ayahuasca. But we're going to talk today about how ayahuasca can help people heal and um, in addressing such ailments as one of the, the, the big ailments that people struggle with on a regular basis is anxiety, depression, just stress in general and so many people are using pharmaceuticals to cope with these stressors but there are alternatives and ayahuasca may be one of them and it's a plant medicine that's been used for uh, you you could elaborate a little bit more but um so paula let's first talk about where you're from and um and a little bit of backstory of how you landed In Iquitos, Peru, I know you're quite the adventurer and you've lived in other places overseas and Bali and you're you're a diver and a a teacher of scuba diving. But tell us a little bit of backstory about you and then how you came upon uh, founding Naturalia Retreat Center in Iquitos.
1: Okay, so my bike background is biology, yes. Okay. and as i was i love the as i love nature so i have a, i was working in a laboratory by the way and i i fell in love with scuba diving i stopped working in the laboratory and i work and i with diving and i traveled the world ever since and at some point i was living in indonesia and uh, i met this guy who also had a business in diving there and we were planning to do something together, to work together somehow. And then he came with the idea to open a retreat center in the Amazon rainforest. And and he talked about ayahuasca, I didn't know what it was. I said, what is that? And then he explained to me because he had quite an experience with that. And I like it, I like the idea. I like the idea of um, of the nature. I like the idea of protecting the nature. I like the idea to work with plants. And
0: that's how I end up here. <laughs> wow. Okay, very cool. And where where are you originally from?
1: I am from Brazil, the south of Brazil.
0: Okay. All right. So um Paula, give us a little backstory. What is ayahuasca? What is it? <laughs>
1: I, it's the vine that grows in tropical rainforests. Uh, it grows in Peru, in some places in Brazil, in Colombia and in Ecuador as well. Um, and is um, used by thousands of years by the local healers. Uh, nowadays people call them shamans, but really they, they were the healers, right? No doctors in the area. So people treat themselves with plants, and ayahuasca was this special vine that was used in ritualistic um, in ritual in rituals to heal people. Okay. Yeah.
0: And so it's been around. Um, it's been around for thousands of years.
1: Yes, it's been around for thousands of years. The- because it's actually how the humanity start to treat themselves. If even in Western society, if you go to Middle Ages, uh, the people was using herbs to treat illnesses. To, and that's what happened here in the American continent, right? The tribes of the natives, they didn't have doctors until very, very, very uh, modern age. So they used plants all kind of plants so actually shamanism is now getting the hype but there is a whole line of plant medicine that comes with it that makes part of this as well
0: Mm -hmm. in the so ayahuasca is it originated from the jungle right is there any particular country that it originated from or did it come from all of the countries that you mentioned
1: no it comes from all of them because uh what happened is the healers they use their their own plants according to the region but they are these plants for example ayahuasca that grows in all these region regions so they just use it Commonly, it's, uh, it was used in Brazil, in the Amazon part of Brazil, not all around the country, but in the Amazon part, uh, in Peru, in Colombia, it has been used by the indigenous tribes for millennials.
0: Okay. And what was the main purpose of this, this vine? What was the main purpose for ayahuasca?
1: The main purpose was healing was to clear paths to open energies to connect to unblock uh, any blockages that can be there they say that the plant is visionary if you speak with any of the healers they say it's not an hallucinogenic it's a visionary it will give you visions it can show you your future it can show you your past and it can show you your present
0: Okay. And so for people I'm thinking back when there wasn't really any medicine where you could go into a pharmacy or go see a doctor and and buy medicine they relied on on plants and I'm trying to think of what type of of um problems they had where ayahuasca would play a role do you do you think that back then people were experiencing anxiety and depression and used and used ayahuasca as a means to dress anxiety and depression back then
1: um to be honest the if you ever live in a place like like the jungle if you ever speak with the locals here they have a very, very distinctive approach. Anxiety and depression is something uh, that we have been labeling relatively recently. Uh, like, if you go two hundred years ago in time, probably this word didn't make any sense. Anxiety and depression, right? And and for the tribes and people who has a very simple lifestyle, they don't phrase it that way they don't talk about anxiety and depression they have a very different very different focus on life if you if you want to mix it a little bit with with really a, a little bit of psychology anxiety and depression comes a lot from isolation which is something that i think our society is is facing right now especially because phones can be can be a mean to communicate each other but also can be a mean to to isolate each other, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, there are so many things that, in the modern world, can cause a complete different mindset that what people had when they are in contact with nature and living in a community, like it is a local tribe, you know? Mm-hmm. So they use it mostly. And again, think that this was used by tribes. So their problems was. Um, i cannot hunt today see or um the gods are not looking upon me with a good face these were the problems that they were having
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
1: even nowadays if you speak with the local people here in the amazon they do ayahuasca if they need to find a job and they found that their way is blocked and they cannot find it or if they need to face a big decision and they want to do the right decision so that's the local mindset about this
0: okay interesting so for the people that come to you to experience ayahuasca what are some of the the reasons that people have come to you to to um to move through a, an ayahuasca and participate in an ayahuasca ceremony, what are some of their reasons?
1: Now, I work mainly with people from uh, US, from Europe, which is a complete different um, dynamic, a social dynamic, right, than the people who lives here. Uh, honestly, main concerns is connection with themselves, anxiety, depression, and um, to learn a little bit more about how to relate to others.
0: Okay. So working in, working with these people that come to your retreat center, <laughs> ha, how does ayahuasca help them um, deal with or work through some of those issues of anxiety and depression? How have you seen it work? Can you, is there a way to explain that? I mean, if people had really amazing breakthroughs where there's like, wow, the anxiety is very diminished or isn't there anymore, or they feel much more vibrant and alive after a ceremony. And, And is it something that you need to continue to do to experience relief from these symptoms?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I have a very scientific mind, right? Ayahuasca has a mystic side. Also, it has a very, very uh, scientific side. Mm-hmm. They are things that you can explain through chemical reactions. They are things you cannot explain through science. Yes. I have seen people coming, having a whole week here and living from here as a complete new person with a complete new mindset. And I have seen people who has come and has left without any change. Okay most of the people has experienced some kind of change. Is the, the people who comes and goes without any change, they are youth. And the only explanation that I can found that why some people has nothing and some people has a life-changing experience is not because of the ayahuasca itself, but it's because of the person itself. That's what makes the difference to me. Ayahuasca is a tool and it's a very powerful tool. Yes, but I think that the person is the one who makes the change. And ayahuasca helps, but it has to be inside the person.
0: Um, So when, when people decide to participate in an ayahuasca ceremony, what I'm hearing from you is that they have to have the right mindset, the right mindset and idea with intention before diving into the ayahuasca. Does that, is that what you're saying?
1: Exactly, and they have to be committed. They have to be committed in a way, you know, some people take commitment as something that as a weight, oh, I am committed to do something I have to, right? Yes. And some people take commitment as dedication, as no, I, I am dedicated to this, I want to have this, I want this to happen, so I will commit myself to this. So the commitment has to go from the, it has to come from the light side, from the side of dedication, and not from the side of sacrifice. Really, um, any change takes effort; It's not effortless. Any change, any progress, especially if when we talk about something like depressions, addictions, anxiety, you need a deep change for that. Yes, and this takes work, takes a lot of inner work, and you need to be uh, committed to do it.
0: So, Paula, when you say, say um, committed um, to do the deeper inner work, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> that means to not only to have the motivation to do the change, because that's easy, right? Like anybody can come in, in a retreat, at least in a retreat environment, you are in a place that has no not. it's a no judgmental environment. So you don't have criticism, uh, you have time for yourself, so you don't have pressure of things to do. It's pretty much everything is created for you to have the time and a space that you need to focus on yourself and create a change sí. to have the motivation to create it to make a change mm-hmm. but what is hard is to have the consistency to keep that change in order to keep a change we need consistency yes and that's when the commitment comes in i say okay i will go back to my normal life where i have people who may not agree with what i think where that i have people who may not uh, like me the way i would like everybody to like me and i will still will keep up with the things that i believe in
0: i like that yeah well i look at i look at it like um i look at consistency almost as as similar to for me I call it um, a discipline like every day oh, there's every day. I, even if I'm not feeling great, if I'm even feeling crappy, I still have to be disciplined enough to do the things necessary to take care of myself, to feel well. And I need to remain cons- sure. like what you say, consistent, but it's a, it's a discipline for me. It's like, I, even when I'm not feeling well, I still have to get up and do my routine, do what's necessary every day, and take these necessary steps every day, regardless of how I feel, so that I'm taking care of myself.
1: Exactly. Yes. 100%. 100%. Because what happens is many people wait to feel the motivation to do it. Right. But they don't know that the motivation is is hard to come. If it's not there today, there is no reason why it will come tomorrow. So we need to do it anyway. And right. that will create a habit. Yeah, probably is healthier than the older one. Right.
0: Yes. Well, you know, there's no, a I'm... go ahead.
1: No, and it's like, I, I can relate this to going to the gym, like, sometimes you don't feel like going to the gym, but you say, okay, I go anyway because I don't want to miss it. And after you did it, then you have your reward like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't, I did this. I'm so glad I didn't skip it. Yes. And, and there is what you say yes, the discipline when you don't feel like it, still go and do it. And yes. then the reward will come.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah yeah so I'm gonna there's been a lot of research. as you know, there's a lot of research being done right now with plant medicine and um, yeah. psychedelic medicine, um DMT, ayahuasca, LSD, um, psilocybin. Um, there's there's a lot of them that are under research right now, and they are having profound results results that they've never seen with regular psychotropic medication from pharmaceutical companies there's also <laughs> been some research that is that has shown that people that have taken a psychedelic just once have nearly di- diminished all their symptoms like with pe- people that have struggled with PTSD and depression. So, Mike, my, my next question is: Do you feel it? Is it possible for somebody? And I know it. Obviously, it, it can't. It doesn't work the same for everybody. Um, but is it possible for somebody that, in your opinion, that's been struggling with depression all their life, or they come back from a world? where they struggle now with PTSD post traumatic stress disorder and they they experience an ayahuasca ceremony is it possible to completely eradicate and eliminate their PTSD or depression yes 100% so it does it does help people sometimes like that yes Okay, hundred percent. What What yes. do you think the percentage is? And, and the
1: reason why. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The reason why it helps them is as as opposed to pharmaceuticals that they treat the symptoms. Um, ayahuasca what treats is the cause. Ayahuasca forces you to look inside you and to go to the very root of. Uh-huh. and change that. So once you change the cause of the problem, then you don't have any more symptoms. And that's the main difference between you know and then natural medicine and the pharmaceuticals
0: mm-hmm. Okay. so okay so would, how many what, what percentage of people do you think would be that lucky? What percentage, like say, ten people come, and they're all suffering from de- depression, and there's that one person or two people through a ceremony that have that incredible experience and they're no longer depressed. I mean, is it? Do you have any idea what it what a percentage would be? That would.
1: Yes. Pr- it's really hard to say i really think that it depends on the person i also think that it depends on the process here we take it for one week yes i have seen let's say out of 10 people i could say two probably will be okay with one week and at least five of them they may need one more week because one week you know sometimes it's not enough depending yes. a lot on what the cause of the depression and anxiety if they can tackle that easily then it's, it's fine but sometimes you know or our minds and our hearts they get a lot of layers to protect themselves from life mm-hmm. and from things that can hurt us and sometimes one week is not enough to peel all those layers and get to the root of the problem
0: mm-hmm okay that leads to that leads me to to my next question with psychedelics people are talking about microdosing psychedelics and i don't have any knowledge about microdosing is that possible to do that with ayahuasca and do people do that do they microdose ayahuasca
1: people is doing it there is nothing that any of the local healers will even think about because this is a microdosing is a Western concept if you want. Nobody here works like none of the local people ever will work like that.
0: Okay. So that's more of a, a newer concept.
1: Yes. 100 okay. percent it's not a traditional concept it's a newer concept
0: okay and it for people that do a ceremony let's say the the people the local people the peruvian people in the amazon that live in iquitos how often would they go through a, a ayahuasca ceremony um in their lifetime, I guess, do they do it once a year? Do they do it a couple times a year?
1: They may do it no, not even. they may do it a couple of times in their lives, probably
0: in the lifetime, okay,
1: yeah, maybe three as maximum
0: okay, gotcha.
1: yeah,
0: okay. so if I come if I come to your retreat center and I come for a week, how? What do I experience during that week?
1: During that week, you will experience three ceremonies. Yeah. Um, the ceremonies, they are leaded by a shaman from the Shipibo uh, ethnic. And um, the first ceremony is kind of an introduction, so people know how it feels. Many times what happens is people is scared to lose control. That's the main fear with ayahuasca. Oh, I will say something that I don't want to say, or I will do something that I don't want to do. So the first ceremony is always light for people to know how it feels and to learn to navigate the experience. And after that, they have a private interview with the shaman or the healer. And then they decide in the second ceremony if they want to go deeper. In whatever work they need to do. And because we have a constant monitoring after each ceremony, we always have a a talk um, and we have um, a good view of where this person is, then we know if they will go deeper or not on the next step.
0: I see. Okay. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. Well, Paula, I don't have any more questions about ayahuasca. I, did I miss anything, or was there, is there anything that you could add about the benefits of ayahuasca that we didn't cover? I, we pretty much covered no, it.
1: What I, what I would like to to say is is that sometimes people has a little bit of unrealistic expectations.
0: Mm-hmm. Many
1: times people expect a magic pill that they will take it and their life is going to be good, which is um, very, very unlikely. Ayahuasca is what, it do is what it does is shows you the way and the one who has to walk it is yourself. And the hard part is to walk it. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But you will have a clear, clear path to follow. So, that's the benefit of it. It will show you a clear path to follow, but you need to have the commitment or the discipline and the heart to follow it, to walk it yourself,
0: yeah that's that's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, that's uh, very interesting because, yeah, i I think I mentioned that i did did ayahuasca a few years ago. I actually did it in a ketos. And I yeah. and I had an experience where I was just all I could all I could do is feel gratitude towards everything and everyone that's ever come through my life. It was just yeah. a moment of pure, not nonstop, pure gratitude, even for the, the people who I felt wronged me. All I could do is just feel feel love and gratitude towards that person for what I've gained and what I learned from them. It was just nothing but pure love. It was really an, a, an amazing experience. And mm-hmm. I I still the work for me on that and that recognition is to always kind of be careful, I guess, of my judgments and my mm-hmm. ideas about others, right? Because, and so I have this technique that I use that if I do see or feel something, if I become frustrated or if I become angry or upset, then I just say, stop. I pause and I go, there's another way to understand this situation. There's another way to see this situation. Because if I'm feeling right. frustration or I'm feeling angry, um, I'm seeing it incorrectly. There's a different way to see it. And I step yeah. back. And, and But that's a part of the ayahuasca experience that I had. It's That's, that's the work that you're referring that's to. Exciting. The consistency, so but the discipline to continually kind of focus mm-hmm. on what came up for you. Because there's... Yeah. What comes up in your experience is going to it's going to be very prevalent. For me, it was. And from what you're sharing, it it sounds like the same for others. And it gives you information on what to really focus in on in your life.
1: Yeah, you receive a very powerful tool and and you use it perfectly. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah
0: yeah yeah you it was know a... what
1: they say people here
0: hmm.
1: people here says that ayahuasca is the medicine of love um, it's a vine so it connects a vine uh, the, the energy of a vine is it's an energy of connection establishing connections it connects you to yourself to others to nature but it is ultimately the medicine of love And I do see that when people focus on their heart during the ceremonies, they get way more out of it than if they focus on their minds and their thoughts. So at some point, all these visions can be very useful, can be nice, can show you things. But I do believe that your feelings are the best guides you can ever have.
0: Yeah, yeah, it... It was quite an experience, and I I, I, I always said, you know, I, I have friends that have done it, you know, a few times, and, and they've asked me if I've ever wanted to go do it again, and I'm like going, maybe one day, you know, but I, I don't feel the desire to, because my experience was a very powerful one, and it's almost like because it was so powerful, Paola, I don't want to do another ayahuasca and go, ah, it wasn't the same. It was different. And it, they'll, they probably are all different. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was so powerful yeah. and so wonderful yeah. that I don't want to take anything away from that experience. So.
1: That's well, perfect. That's yeah.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Well, Paola, that's, that's all I have. Um, Paola Dante is the, she's the one of the, she's the co-founder of, Uh, naturalia retreat center and it is a very um special uh retreat center in the heart of the amazon in iquitos peru i'll post all your info so people can find you guys and if i ever head out to iquitos i will definitely spend a a week with you guys to to uh hang out and, and and do a ceremony or so
1: I think you have to come to know this place.
0: Yeah, one day. Well, Paola, um, obrigado. Yes. Thank you, muchas gracias. Thank you so much thank for doing you, this. Thank you, René. Yeah. Thank and...
1: you very much. Yeah. And thank you for sharing this, this time with, with me. And you're welcome here in the Amazon rainforest anytime you want to come
0: thank you thank you and you have a wonderful day and and i'll talk to you soon okay
1: okay keep in touch
0: okay bye. yep bye